Hello Arlen, my name is Rahma Ali and I just want to let you know I've been following your journey for a really long time. I am a student and I'm truly interested in the technology and entrepreneurship world and you've really inspired me working on my own ventures and ideas and proposals I've had that have really helped me start off as an entrepreneur and hopefully one day become an entrepreneur. So I just wanted to take the time to say thank you so much for the work that you're doing. It truly, truly is amazing. I love your podcast. I re-listen to it daily. You are doing wonderful work, and I just wanted to say I'm a huge, huge supporter. Thank you so much. everyone this episode is with Rachel Nelson my good friend and the co-writer of my book it's about damn time she lives in the UK and I wanted to get her take on things there um, I know that she also uh, is going to share we just interviewed we just did this interview like moments ago today on uh, Tuesday morning March 31st um, and so I know that she shares uh, graciously a little bit of insight into having anxiety um, while while um, living in quarantine or self-isolation or social distancing, because I know a lot of people are dealing with that. And so I wanted to, to share her perspective and just the perspective from someone in a smaller town and smaller city in, uh, in the UK and talk a little bit about the book, tiny bit about it. We didn't get to talk about it too much, but... Um, I uh, wanted to just uh, have her on here. I've wanted her on the, the show for a while now. I hope you're doing well. <clears throat> I know that it's, um, it ain't easy. <laughs> this is not easy. This is, I think, compounding daily. Um, I think it's like really hitting us. I know personally I'm in my, tw- what is this, my 27th, I think I said it was my 27th day uh, that I haven't gone out. I went out one time in the 27 days. And that was to go get a prescription from across the street. So um, it's just hitting us all economically, uh, emotionally, physically, you know, we're pent up, all of this stuff. It's just like we just want to live like normal and we're not able to. But I am so, so grateful to everyone who is uh, making it so that we can live like this and we can be here and, and make it when um, not everyone is that fortunate. So we're going to we're going to make it. We're going to get through this. We have several more weeks. Um, We will find a way. We are resilient as a species and we will find a way. So I hope you enjoy this episode. It's not too sad. Uh, Just to give you a little tone uh, inclination of it. It's not too sad. Sobering. Um, and it's, it's honest and real. And I know that these, uh, interview episodes with different people have been helpful to a lot of you who have reached out. So I wanted to keep it going and I will continue to, until you tell me that you don't like it anymore. Um, and one more thing, uh, housekeeping, I will continue to do your first million episodes as well that are just full on straightforward, uh, interviews with people. We took a break from it for a little bit because uh, a lot of people wanted to just see what happened. Um, We'll pick that back up in April, though, and I'm excited to go and check it out. You can 
go back if you've missed any episodes, which there are plenty of episodes, so you may have missed some or all or one or two. Please go back. I mean, this is the time to do it uh, when you're exercising or kind of uh, planning to exercise when you're working around the house. Hey, even when you just want to get away from the other people in your house, but you can't physically get away from them. Pop on some headphones and listen to a podcast, whether it's mine or someone else's. That's the way that that's going to really start to take off, I think, because we're going to find we need to find different ways. It's great to watch a a television show and a movie. Keep doing that. Uh, Interact with your with your family, of course. But let's say you have like three roommates, right? Or you have one roommate. And you're in week two of this going into week three. And you're like, yeah, I love you. Love you. And if your roommate's your your spouse, love you. But maybe you just want to get away for half an hour or an hour. Sit on the couch, pop in the headphones and and close your eyes and and be whisked away uh, uh, with a podcast or an audio book. Uh, I really think that's the way to go. So anyway, that's my spiel. I'm going to, I'm going to kick it off to Rachel and, uh, I'll see you on the other side. Bye. Hey, Rachel. Hi, Alan. How are you doing? I'm okay. Yeah. Yes. That question's different now. It hits different as the kids, right? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so where are you, where are you located? So I am in Nottingham in England. Um, and I'm currently in my office at home. Yeah. And you're Rachel Nelson. How do, uh, is your Twitter and is it public? Yes, my Twitter is public. It's um, at Rachelus, R-A-C-H-E-L-L-O-U-S. And when you say H? Uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's been, I don't know, how, how many years have we known each other? And uh, still getting like 14 now, something like that. 14, what is it? 2006, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 14 years since I was... 25 oh, that's mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. that's so crazy okay um yeah i remember uh we've known each other for a while through sarah originally now you work uh with me on on several things including uh co-writing this new book that we have out and it's about damn time which uh, many people who are listening to the podcast have heard about uh, incessantly in the last five months and will continue by the way uh, it's about damn time.com but uh, and I want to talk about that I, I definitely um, it's eight it's it's like just a few day few weeks away from the release so I think we should discuss it but I, the reason I wanted to talk to you originally uh, is about just kind of how things are in England and not just in England but like in a smaller uh, city than London because I think what we hear about mostly if we, at all is uh, is kind of like the bigger cities so um, what can you say about how how, how, do, how long does it feel it's been since you all were aware and were dealing with this because I think it's a little different than the U.S. Um, I remember like two weeks ago 
no, three weeks ago, um, a friend of mine visited and she was very worried about coronavirus. And I remember, you know, she would, she had the hand sanitizer and she was like, just very, it was talking about it a lot. And the rest of us were kind of like, it'll be okay. Like, you know, I don't need to worry about it too much. Like you're mm. young, you're healthy, like you're probably going to get it, but it'll be fine. Mm. And then after that weekend, I went away on holiday to Budapest. Um, and it seemed like while I was there, everything ramped up all over the world, really, um, in terms of coronavirus. Um, and um, we had a TV in our apartment and the only channel that had English on was uh, BBC News. So we just had the news on all the time and they were just constantly talking about coronavirus. Um, and for me, I felt like, okay, this is a lot more serious and I need to be really careful in terms of like washing my hands and in terms of making sure I don't bring anything back from being on holiday, uh, being in an airport where there is a lot of germs. Um, I felt like quite anxious about that. Um, and then yeah. when I came home, it wasn't long after that that we started having these daily coronavirus updates from the government. Um, and then, you know, we went through a few different proceedings of different kind of like um, levels of advice and then kind of sanctions of what we could and couldn't do. Yeah, and I remember seeing your pictures from from your vacation Budapest in Budapest and thinking, wow, there are no, I don't see a lot of people there. <laughs> I don't see a lot of tourists yeah. there. It seemed like you were like getting, I mean, did you notice that? Was that different? We definitely did, yeah. Um, and, you know, I've never been to Budapest before, but it is, it's a holiday destination, you know, for a lot of people. Um, In the UK. And, yeah. And um, I definitely would have expected it to be busier than it was. Um, yeah. It was definitely, yeah, quite empty, really. Um, and we weren't sure if it was just the beginning of the sort of travel season or something like that, but it, I... I don't think it was. I think it was to do with the virus. And towards the end of the week was when they were really first talking about, um, you know, travel bans and things like mm -hmm. that. Uh, mm -hmm. And it was when um, Trump came out with the travel ban from Europe. Yeah, that would have um, been the next, the following Wednesday. Because if it's the timing, I think it is. It would, so I'm on day, this is uh, recording on March 31st in the morning. Mm -hmm. This is my... Well, give me 27th. No, what is it? Yes, it's my 27th day in in self isolation with well with Anna. But mm -hmm. and so I was. It's like a, a week, and so it's been a long time. I went out yeah. one time to Rite Aid to the to the store to get a prescription in that time, but I have not been outside at all in that mm -hmm. time. And I, if I remember correctly, you were in Budapest the same time my mom was celebrating her 71st birthday in Vegas with mm -hmm. some of my family members. 
and and it was just around that corner where people were like oh it's we we're gonna really have to start thinking about um staying in and, and we were getting some sort of guidance from from the top quote unquote so you're in nottingham um how how is it how is it there like first of all first of all let's back up a little bit you're in nottingham so you're safe because uh what's his face robin hood is there to save you right he doesn't do anything medical medically though right no so i mean we do have the belief in robin hood yeah so all of us um i'm pretty sure he fights viruses so he must you know, yeah. everything. But Notting, I mean, I've been there and thankfully uh, was, uh, was there a few years ago. It's a really beautiful, um, quaint place. I don't know if it's still the same, if it's changed at all. But um, did you, are you all, do you have like a mandatory lockdown? Yeah. So um, last Monday, um, we had an update from the prime minister then. Um, Previously, he had um, advised the closing of different places, um, pubs and things like that. Um, And it became clear that really places weren't going to be closing unless they absolutely had to close because mostly for insurance reasons, a lot of places, if they weren't told they had to close, they wouldn't be able to get the insurance to then pay their staff members. so last Monday, um, we were put on lockdown, which for us means that um, the message is stay at home, only leave the house to get essentials. So that would be food, medical supplies or medical help, basically. Um, and to do that as little as possible. Um, and then you can go for your daily exercise. You're allowed to leave the house once a day to do that. And there are new laws that mean the police have some sort of um, extra powers to do with that, basically. So they can fine people um, and they can, you know, they can kind of tell people to go home, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, can they get physical or is, it, is that what you're, well, the underlying thing? I've not heard about it getting physical, but there has been um, stuff in the news this week about basically different police forces just having very different um, interpretations of the law mm. and taking it too far in terms of kind of just telling people you know that they're doing something wrong when they're they're only following the government guidelines um yeah. so they seem to be interpreting it in different ways and um and kind of, i guess kind of harassing people is the way that i would put it um and yeah that's well, not, not great I, I wonder i wonder <clears throat> if you um if we could talk a little bit about it and, and you, you sort of, uh, you tell me, uh, steer me, this is an unedited um, uh, podcast episode, so you have to steer me here. I, you know, you might have might have seen or heard that I interviewed um, a few people from backstage, I interviewed my mom, 
just a mm -hmm. few days ago on a, the, the previous episode and was talking about the different ways that they're dealing with different things. Um, I mean, how does it, I mean, what I'm trying to get to, as you can probably figure out, <clears throat> is I'm trying to, to touch on being self-isolated, quarantined, whatever, whatever the phrase is, on lockdown, as someone who um, is, is anxious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, what can you say about that that you feel comfortable saying? Um, so for me, I would say it has not been great. Um, mm -hmm. There have been times uh, when I have gone to get um, something like food from like one of the shops uh, on my street we have just some little shops on my street um, and um, there's only six people allowed in the shop at a time then you have to queue outside with the two meter gap between you you know you, then you get let in you're allowed to buy one thing um, from each you're only allowed to buy one of each thing um, mm -hmm. And I think that's all, you know, for good reason, but it can also kind of raise your anxiety even more. Mm -hmm. um, earlier in the week, I had a panic attack um, after I went to like try and get some, I was trying to get like soy milk and some toilet paper and some oats. Yeah. And I hadn't been able to find toilet paper anywhere. Um, and um, I don't have a car and I'm isolating alone because I live alone um so I was just kind of like oh my god I don't know what to do and then um when I came home I'd made a um online delivery uh, order the week before and the first slot I'd been able to get would have been today um so mm. like kind of two weeks later um and so I was like it's okay I'll just go on online and I'll change what's in my basket add something to it see what's on there now and when I went into my basket loads of stuff had been taken out of it because they just didn't have it anymore mm. um so then I was just like oh god I don't know what to do so um in the end one of my friends went to the supermarket and just dropped some stuff off outside my house so yep. you know it was saved by my friends um but I think that type of that type of situation, like the so for people who who don't know what that feels like, in, in in normal circumstances, when you're sort of rushed or you have to decide on something really quickly or you feel watched or any of that, all of that are like triggering things, right? Yeah, and I think as well, um, you know, if you go on Twitter and you see people talking about the virus and about other people's behavior it does feel very um like we're all watching each other and judging each other mm. um, there's a lot of vitriol online about how dare people be going out how dare you do this this isn't essential um and i mean for me like obviously i'm just i'm in my house so i'm not really seeing anyone doing any of these things so when i see other people saying that um, you know, people are going out and doing non-essential stuff, whatever, it still feels like it's directed at me. Um, mm. Or I think, you know, when I do go out, I think, 
are people looking at me you know are they do they know that I'm, I'm doing my one exercise you know what if they think I've already been out today and I can only imagine that that would be a hundred times worse if you are part of a um, different group minority group um, or a diverse group where you already have um, anxiety around the police yes um, for me I'm like privileged that that is not something that I have previously had to worry about um, as a white woman I don't tend to look at the police and think these people are against me um, mm -hmm. I don't have that anxiety around them but uh, this has kind of created that anxiety yeah. Um, and made me think, you know, well, this is what some people live with every day. Um, and I'm lucky that I don't. It is. I mean, my brother and you've met Alfred. I think you've met Alfred. Um, he's in Dallas and he's uh, he's uh, almost daily supplying my mom with different things. And she's she's feeling she's ill as well. And so he's keeping an eye on her. And um the three of us like we're in a chat room and we discuss what happens like as soon as the dallas lockdown order happened mm -hmm. we discuss what happens if alfred is arrested mm -hmm. while he's going to do something for my mom because it's um it's for someone else you know and yeah. these are like i mean it was even before we said okay what was the prescription name again that was the first talking point because we had to have an action plan of how to get him out immediately, how to make sure my mom was okay while he was, I mean, it's, inc it's inc insane that yeah. that's what we'd have to be worrying about rather than how do we, we have the, the I have the ca cash to get the, the, the supplies. My brother mm -hmm. has the physical ability to get it to her, but that's the thing that's in our way. And so, yeah, that's definitely, and then you think on top of that, and he's a black man, you think on top of that, all of this incredible uh, vitriol against uh, certain Asian, like certain vitriol yeah. against Asian people right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, just horrific stories we're hearing and just in daily, day-to-day -day paper cuts. Um, that is all just horrible. And, you mm -hmm. know, going back to the anxiety thing, I, um, I listened to a, B it was actually a BBC uh, a podcast um, and it was, there was a guy who just asked, it was like a Q&A uh, listener question. And his question was, um, he said, you know, I'm, I'm young and really prone to um, being triggered. Uh, I get angry very quickly uh, about things. And this is really hurting, like this is really affecting me. How do I not lose my mind and go crazy in here? Because, and it was such a brave, vulnerable question that was mm -hmm. so lovely to ask because you know, people are going through that and they, you know, they went through some, some, they had an expert come on and talk about different um, exercises, taking it one hour by one hour, having a couple of goals at the top of the day and then re reviewing those goals to see that you met them at the end of the day, things like that, which were really good. But it gets got me thinking about all sorts of the, the prisons that some of us are already in on a day-to-day -day basis yeah. now to add this to it and i don't know if a lot of people really who don't suffer from it i don't know if they get that mm. yeah, yeah absolutely um so how, what are you doing to what are you doing to 
like self soothe like to to make it okay you know day to day what's what's getting you by is it distraction is it like, what, what's helping um have you taken to heroin <laughs> not yet i think i would have a hard time sourcing it to be honest yeah, that's right. um, uh, at the moment i am talking to friends a lot um online on whatsapp video chatting you know we mm -hmm. use the house party app to talk to each other and play games and stuff yeah cool um then i try as well not to look at the news too much um to maybe like listen to the news in the morning and then watch it like later on and then i don't need to know everybody's take on every bit of news you know mm -hmm. um i'm trying to watch tv and read books um but to be honest i am finding it difficult i'm finding my attention span is quite small at the moment um when I do watch things, I tend to also be looking at my phone. And I think it's mostly just looking to connect with other people. Um, if someone else is on WhatsApp, then it's kind of like, I don't want to miss an opportunity to be able to talk to people. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm trying to build my attention span back up, basically, and try and just watch something that is like calming, um, that isn't, you know, really sad. Mm -hmm. um yeah that's that, even that is like a relative at this point you know things of yeah. the marker has been moved over i did a poll on twitter a few days ago and i asked of the three of the three what are people looking for the most and this probably has may have changed it may be the same uh just a few days later but they were uh entertainment distraction is one information mm -hmm. uh news was the other and um um uh what is it um not community but like uh connection mm -hmm. connection was the third and connection was number one and very closely followed by distraction and then information was like a fifth of it you know and yeah. they're, they're all high relative but it it did surprise me a little bit because i, th I thought that information would win out uh, especially because uh, you're seeing now that the podcasts, um, I mean, this is a podcast, so people, if you're listening yeah. to this, thank you. Uh, but podcast numbers have gone down, except for news. News has skyrocketed uh, because, and I know that early on, I was listening to 16 podcasts a day on purpose <laughs> so that mm -hmm. I could stay informed because it felt so scary that I wanted to be informed. Uh, but that connection and, and is a thing. Um, definitely hearing that from all age groups, um, and I think that's probably going to be the hardest, I mean, I'm not saying anything new here, but it, I think that's going to be the most difficult thing, um, even beyond the most difficult uh, economics uh, that most of us are, are facing, mm -hmm. issues that we're facing. It's like sustaining that connection for weeks on end and, and coming out of it. Here's, here's a question that's a little different. Um, when when this is when we are out of this phase and we're back to like seeing it people uh what what do you think it's going to be like do you think anything will change or do you think there'll be a, a market change um well i was thinking about this earlier actually i was thinking about what it will be like or i suppose how the government will deal with that sort of first weekend 
that people are able to go out and socialize again Mm -hmm. because you know it seems to me that what will happen is there will be a huge amount of people out drinking um and it will be like the biggest bank holiday that we've had where you know usually on on a bank holiday there's a lot of uh, police presence because a lot of people drink a lot there's a lot you know it leads to violence things like that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just can't really imagine it going any other way other than everyone wanting to just get out and just just blow up some steam freedom freedom kind of thing yeah Yeah. because like the the day that they announced that the pubs were going to close that night the pubs were full with people having sure. their like last hurrah, you know. Sure. So I'm not really sure how we will kind of deal with that, really. Yeah, I think it'll be more gradual. Um, and I think yeah. also it'll I'll definitely have to do with like what city you're in, what culture you're in, mm-hmm. all of that, because it'll be very different for very different people. But I think yeah. it'll be more gradual. I think people will be a little bit um, just acro- across the board. Maybe not even today. But there are a lot of people today who still think this is not real or important. Mm-hmm. But I think after a few more weeks of this, going out into the world again will be very new and very, uh, yeah. there'll be a timidness to it um that i think will be there and and i think that fist bumps and and i think handshakes will be very very far, uh, few and far between just for years mm-hmm. just like we don't uh like we have to take our shoes off at the airport in the u.s and you know yeah years later um things like that i just think about that for now um i you know what rachel i want to talk to you more but i just realized you know i'm in the middle of a work day and i just as you are you and i just realized i have a a, a call in three minutes Oh, <laughs> this was supposed to be like a 15 minute call i could talk to you forever because it, it's just so great we'll we'll have to do it again and and we have the ability to because i have yeah. a space on here um but i just as we close out and uh you know please let me know if you need anything if there's anything i can ever do to help uh and i know that you do the same so uh please know that and also um, thanks for working on this book with me. It's about damn time. Are you yeah. just in the last minute or so? What are you like? Tell me if you're, you know, how you're looking forward to it. Like what's, what's the exciting part for you? Um, I, I don't know, to be honest, being, you know, completely honest about it. I, yeah. Cause I, I think, you know, obviously we had a lot of plans and we had to cancel a lot of plans. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure what it's going to look like uh, in terms of kind of a um, book coming out. Um, And also it's the first time for both of us that we're doing this. Um, So I guess I'm excited to just see what it brings um, and to like have the hardback book in my hands as well. (laughs) I think that will be really exciting. I'm, you know what I, what before this CV, you know, BCCV, I uh or BCV I um I was excited about the the qu- quantity of people seeing it and the just waves of like because I've been in those situations where there's a lot of people who in the in the room and you know there's excitement and there's this and that and I was just excited about that today I am just really um it's just really lovely to me to to hear from one person who has an advanced copy of the book from our book launch yes. team, who says this sentence really meant a lot to me. 
or this this chapter made me change the way I think about um, how I'm going to you know pursue my my company. Those moments, those sentences, and those moments uh, individually are just so precious right now. And and so it's I think it's going to be different, but I think it's going to be really awesome, and it's going to be yes. it's going to help sustain us. Uh, so I look forward to us sharing that and. Uh, I thank you again, and, and, and I wish we could speak longer, but I really appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for speaking to me. Thanks, Rachel. I'll talk to you very soon. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey, hope you enjoyed this episode, this interview with Rachel. I know I did. If you would like to leave a voice message that I may play in the future, go to anchor.fm slash yfm slash message you can find me online at arlen was here that's a-r-l-a-n was here on twitter and instagram and you can find out all sorts of things about me if you'd like and get my um, upcoming uh, appearances virtual mostly uh, at itsaboutdamntime.com please check that out really appreciate your time and i hope to hear from you uh soon Bye, everybody.